black winds sing ba 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 ways. That's my side. Throw it up and I'ma put it down until I die. I, this whole five five. If you black winds sing ba 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 ways. That's my side. Throw it up and I'ma put it down until I die. Uh. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> hey, man. What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Tyler Pie Guy. This is episode 180. We are in 180. Shout out to everybody uh, that continues to listen to us and watch us, whether you are here in America um or across the seas we appreciate you we love you and we thank you um so much for everything that you um <clears throat> that you uh you know you you guys give to us and, and and you love us so you feel what i'm saying so i really do appreciate you make sure that you follow us um on instagram tov double underscore podcast uh we just cracked a thousand followers shout out to y'all you feel what i'm saying cracked a thousand followers uh let's get them up Let's get those followers up, man. Let's go. Uh, so make sure you share, 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 like, 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 uh, subscribe, subscribe, uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Y'all say that six times. You feel what I'm saying? Um, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and everything, and we will greatly appreciate it. We are not exclusively on Patreon today uh, because I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't feel like potting today. Um, it's been a day. It's been one of those days. Um, and I didn't feel like it. Right. But I have to kind of bring this energy right every time you understand what I'm saying. And so um, I definitely want to give you guys content because that's what you guys get. You understand what I'm saying? That's what you guys um, come to Patreon to pay for. And so this episode will definitely be out early on Sunday. Right. Today is Sunday. Right. 604. So it would definitely be out um, a little bit before uh <clears throat> The actual episodes drop. Uh, this episode drops on Monday to everybody. The ep- the audio version of the episode will be up um, early on Patreon. So check that out as well. OK, um, so what else we got? What else we got? Make sure that you cop some merch. You feel what I'm saying? Cop and shop some merch. We'll be um, getting our store together this week. Uh, like I said, it's been a day today. Today was today was my day to really get stuff done and the time it took to get the stuff done i couldn't get anything done because of the fucking day i had you understand what i'm saying like literally from nine until about 2 p.m it was just fuckery and um yeah it was a lot of that i know people what what, what was the fuckery listen here on the second half of the show uh, i talk about some of that fuckery um and um well, really not too much. Uh, I give you a synopsis, a kind of base story of what's going on. Um, but on the After Dark show, which it will be unlisted to people, um, this will be an exclusive Patreon episode because uh, this episode will be very, very important. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so if you would like to understand, right, listen to this episode and then get ready for the After Dark episode, will be, which will be exclusively on patreon you will not this will not let me let me say this this will not be an episode that is going out to everybody this is an episode that will be on patreon because i really have things to say you feel what i'm saying i really really do have things to say in a respectful way but things have to be said you feel me i i said it i said it in a non um giving you all of it type of way in the second half of the show but on the after dark you guys would want to tune in to the audio and maybe the video the live uh, version of that as well um which would mean you guys have to pay to be in our patreon which is only five dollars a month so go ahead and be in there you feel what i'm saying um what else shopping cops merch i think that's it i think that's it uh because i really didn't want to come on the mic today because i've had a shitty day um we have a few things to talk about you feel what i'm saying not a lot to get into but a lot to get into we have our mvp we have our clown of the week of course um and like i said in the second half of the show i get a little um i vent right i give you a a little vent session um that you know comes i was i was outside and i just i I needed that 
right i needed that and i needed to let that out because i'm 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 tired guys you feel what i'm saying like i'm really tired you feel me and the crazy thing is i could really just be a hard an ice cold motherfucker you feel what i'm saying i could be really cold to niggas if i really wanted to you get what i'm saying like i could really be cold if i really wanted to but that's not me i'm not cold i'm not the type of person to just sit here and just cut it off like that you understand what i'm saying i still have a heart and i still love you whether that's from a distance or up close you feel what i'm saying um but today a lot of hurt a lot of pain in a sense of just myself um things that are going on in my life professionally and um yeah, like I said, we're, we, I, I gave y'all a synopsis of, of the story on the second half of the show, so tune into that uh, later uh, later um, after the first half. And then, like I said, be sure to tune in for the After Dark on Patreon. You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm going to be talking, and I'm going to be talking my shit. And if you ever really heard the After Dark, if you ever heard me talk the way you know I can talk, I'm talking. You feel me? Very respectively. Remember, respectfully. But I'm talking. Okay. And it needs to be said because um, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Like that's that's just what it is. So we're, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So let's get into the show. Uh, our MVP of the week this week is Mr. <sighs> Probably one of my favorite rappers of all time. Period. Period. Uh, Mr. Andre 3000. Mr. Andre 3 Stacks. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Andre 3000 is a man of very little words sometimes, right? He doesn't give us much in the industry, right? He doesn't, Andre doesn't give us too many verses nor albums, right? That's, that's, I, I was, I was, um, you know, we had an episode, uh, I was, I was, I was doing a, a spotlight interview, artist interview uh, on the R&B and Chill. And one thing that I was talking to him about was, Literally, um, I, I, I've been asking for a Rihanna album, right? I've been, where the fuck is R9, right? <laughs> like, like, where the fuck is R9? Can we get R9? Like, where is it? Where, uh, like, why isn't there a protest for R9? R9, R9, R9. Like, it should be some, it should be people, it should be like millions of fans outside her house. All the time. R9, R9, R9. You know what I'm saying? I'll lead it, <laughs> right? And, Andre has always been like under the radar, just kind of like that. But like he's never given us a verse. He's that times 10. He's never really like since Hey Ya, he's been so he's been like floating. Give us a verse here, there, 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 there. Maybe an album. <laughs> may and I, and I say maybe with like like maybe you feel what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a probably not in there. You feel what I'm saying? And so, as we know, over the weekend, um, Donda, Certified Lover Boy, um, have been have have dropped right, which we'll talk about in, in just a second. But they have dropped, and with that came, as as we talked about last week, this 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 Kanye and 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 Drake beef, right? Which I, again, I I don't get because. Again, there are two artists in the hip hop world that I feel are just on in two separate different lanes, di- different lanes. Excuse me. Right. When we think about Kanye, Kanye is the 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 beautiful producer with some flow. Right. He's the beautiful producer with some flow. He's probably what DJ Khaled wish he with. He's D, he's what DJ Khaled wish he was. You understand what I'm saying? Like Kanye is the mecca of producers, right? There's there's Kanye, there's uh, uh, Pharrell, you feel me? There's Timbaland, there's Dr. Dre, you feel me? These are mecca producers. But when we talk about really beautiful music and your producer's producer, it's like Pharrell and Kanye. You feel what I'm saying? No matter how many antics Kanye does or how much he he puts out here and shit like that. Kanye's music is beautiful and what and like I said on uh when when I had um when we talked about Donda on the After Dark show this last this 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 last After Dark show we talked about Donda and I said his music 
in this album was a beautiful gospel rap album. Me and Wayne said that. It was a gospel rap album that that has so much beauty in it that people were like, wait a minute. Did he just make another gospel rap album? Is this what this is? And now you have to think about it like probably. And like Wayne said on um on the After Dark show, he's After Dark show, he's doing what a what a lot of gospel artists cannot do right now. That's probably the jealousy there. You understand what I'm saying? I and and here's the thing. And maybe this is just a a, a slight and maybe this is a thing for me, right? If he would have sat here and got some gospel rappers like Lecrae or whoever on there, I would have been dope. And I don't know the features. Maybe he does. He didn't put the feature names on there. Nor did Drake. Did Drake put the feature names on there? I don't know if he put the feature names on there. But I don't know. Anyway, a diss song was curated for Drake by Kanye featuring Andre Three Stacks, right? Andre Three Stacks is though verse on the on the beat that was released by OVO Radio. One win for Drake, zero for Kanye. <laughs> uh, well, actually, no, they're one for one now. Actually, because the Pusha Baby thing that's a definitely extension of Kanye, so I'm definitely giving him one there. And then now with the leak of a diss track that was supposed to be yours, Kanye, but they leaked it because the goddamn verse for Andre 3000 is so goddamn dope that now I know your ass is in a spiral. Can we play? Let's go to see the gods Instagram. Charlemagne the God. Let's go to Charlemagne the God's Instagram. He actually played this the clip of the uh, the song, so let's see if we could play it real quick. Hey, Miss Donnie, you're running to my mama. Please tell her I said say something. I'm starting to believe ain't no such thing as having trumpets. No, after over, this is it done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Maybe she has in the form of a baby's laugh. I heard passing by in a stroller, reminding me, hey, keep rolling on over. Sorry, y'all. say that andre 3000 and big boy because big boy i just seen a video with big boy he was rapping one of his songs that he was spitting too can we just say like outcast is just like i don't know if people put them in like top five groups or anything like that but can we say that like they're probably top three top five they're they're amazing right andre andre is like can 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 i go so far as to say like a picasso of hip-hop when he raps, you listen. It's like paintings. It's like watching and and I never and, and here's the thing, never what never knew Picasso, never knew Michelangelo. But I feel like if we knew them, saw them painting or something like that, it's seeing a great painter do their work in such a flow. He flows just 
with ease and and it makes you listen it makes you listen i didn't even know this was a diss track this was a diss track hey miss donda can you ask my mama well oh my god like there ain't no diss that's that's just that's hitting home ask my ask my daddy you feel me hey miss donda can you ask my daddy how you know oh that was that was beautiful right like like you can't it's the beauty in how andre raps you don't see a lot of beauty in rap anymore for real it's there right but a lot of times we just see the most viral thing the most mainstream rap song and it just just goes right the art of actual hip-hop the art of making rhymes the Jada Kisses of the world, right? The Andre Three Stacks of the world. It's a beauty to their 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 art. You 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 can see that they really appreciate the pen. You can see that they're still in the lab. And no 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 no, I'm not just talking about in the lab smoking up joints and and having a party in there. Y'all just got one song fucking done. No, I'm saying like you in the lab smoking a joint. And you actually getting work done. You feel what I'm saying? You putting pen to paper and you getting in the booth, trying stuff out, seeing if it works, seeing if it don't. Ah, ooh, ah. And I'm already knowing he got a he got a studio in his house. So you can do that. And when you hear the beauty in his in his in his music and in his his penmanship, he's undefeated to me. He's one of the undefeated kings. He's he's really one of the underrated kings of hip hop for me. I'm sorry, because a lot of people don't put him up there, right? And and doably so because when we think about New York, hip hop mecca, the Bronx, everything. But I'm sorry, Andre Three Stacks is one of those underrated kings that you that you just might have to put in your top five, maybe your top ten. I'm definitely putting him on in 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 in, in top ten, probably top five. He's his his. His music is crazy. Crazy. His rhymes are crazy. Crazy. And I don't care that he's from the South. I think it makes it better that he's from the South. Because he out rhymes a lot of niggas from New York. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh, no, I'm not scared. <laughs> like, let's let's be real. It's a lot of New York niggas that can rhyme. But it's a lot of New York niggas that know that down south got it. Got 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 a bag too, and I, and one of those bags is Andre. He was always one. So shout out to Andre three thousand. Haven't even listened to the diss song. Um, if that what was on the diss song, uh, she that's <laughs> uh, she that's not even a diss song. Um, let's go to our clown of the week now. I'm going to allow um, brother Charlemagne the God to give us our clown of the week, aka his donkey of the day. Um, which has been a viral topic all over social media. Um, I will give you a synopsis real quick. TikToker, okay, goes viral for crying after Logan Paul refuses to hire him. Let's hear the um, let's hear the donkey of the day, and then we'll talk about it for our clown of the week. All right, his name is Austin Wales or something like that. So let's talk about it. Who's donkey of the day today? Alice is a man who took a leap of faith. Oh, he stepped on the first step, even though he didn't see the rest of the staircase. See, Austin was making $100,000 a year working. Stop. Stop. Pause right there. You're making $100,000 a year. Okay? Okay? $100,000. Like, I just want y'all to know that. Like, like, cement that in your head. Okay, let's go. I don't know what his occupation was, but he decided to quit that $100,000 a year job because he had a vision. He had a dream. He wanted to work with Logan Paul. Now, he doesn't know Logan Paul, has zero connections to Logan Paul other than following him on social media. But according to the sportsbible.com, and I'm quoting them right now, he decided he wanted to work for Logan Paul. So he quit his job, drove down to Cleveland where the Jake Paul-Tyrone Woodley fight was uh, this past weekend, and he scammed 
his way backstage, end quote, from the sportsbible.com. Now, why did he scam his way backstage? Well, he wanted to ask Jake Paul for work. And this is what happened. I quit my job legit two days ago. I came up here, took a risk. I'm originally from Ohio. Did you sneak up here? No, I didn't sneak in here. I, I didn't sneak. What do you mean sneak up like here? Like on, on stage? Or are you just like... Yes, I did. I'm really, I'm trying to talk to your brother. I'm trying to talk about business, trying to talk about trying to get a job. Like, I want to I wanna do media. I wanna, I've been trying to get... What I, are you good at? I was having dances. I did like What's that. I did, I, I did that video, you know, like going oh, like you, that. Oh, you, oh, you, yeah, you know? Oh, she really got what it takes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Then why would I, I, I need a mentor. I can't be a mentor right now, right? In my life, I'm a up myself. I need a mentor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to connections and you need you. people be no, around you, you right? No, I didn't have connections and people around. I have Jake. That's it. You have a brother? Do you have people, you, friends? I don't. You don't have friends? I don't. I swear to God. Bro, bro, you're a good looking guy, bro. You have friends, bro. You're lying. Go make content, do stuff with your friends. I'm glad you quit your job. It takes to do that, bro, but like, now you gotta act. Try to make a step. Why would I give you a job? Okay. That's enough. We'll, 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 we'll keep it there. Okay. So, Austin Wells, um, take, I don't even want to call him a TikToker. Um, Austin Wells, who was a regular citizen on TikTok. Okay, let's 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 put it like that. Uh, really sat here and went to Logan Paul, who a lot of us don't even like the Paul brothers, but we have to even give Logan Paul. He could even get maybe the second seat for MVP of the week because here's how he handled this so well. Okay, he asked his man, what can you do? Okay, what can you do? What can you bring to the Paul Brothers entertainment industry, right? Entertainment Incorporated. What can you bring to the Paul Brothers? What can you do? You're saying, hey, I work in media. Okay, what can you do, says Logan Paul? What the first words should have been out your mouth is I do podcasting. I do videography. I do photography. I do all of that. I edit videos. I I do all of that. You should have done that. Even if you scam, because there's a lot of people that scam their way to an opportunity. We know this too often. Okay. A lot of people have gotten successful just by making shit just happen. So you had an opportunity. First of all, I will give you credit for this, Mr. Wells. You did go in and and create an opportunity for yourself. Here's where you fucked up. And working in corporate America with a lot of Wahite people, you feel what I'm saying? Shout out to my Wahites. But working in corporate America with a lot of white people, I don't know why y'all downplay yourself so much. And here's the thing. It's not about like... When you hear people just say, oh, I just can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't have any friends or I don't have any. Like, Logan's like, what are you? Bro, I don't need I don't need to be a mentor. I need to be mentored. That's the thing. That was a whole bar. First of all, stop right there. You're 22, Austin. You're making $100,000 a year, whatever job you're doing. First of <laughs> 22? And you're making a hundred K over probably a year. Maybe not doing what you want to do at the end of the day, but bro, 22 making a hundred K. I trust me. I would have been happy. I wouldn't have gave a damn. I doubt would have funneled right into the business. Shit. What? That would have funneled right into the business. And you go and quit your job to go work for Logan Paul. Okay, do you have a plan? Okay, you had a plan. You had somewhat of a plan. And your plan backfired when you started to downplay your whole self. No, I don't have this. No, I don't have that. No, I don't have no friends. No, I don't have no skills. So why are you in my fucking face, Austin? I don't get that. Why are you in my fucking face? Because he could have said it like that. Like, why the fuck are you in my face? But he was respectful in saying, like, yo, I appreciate you coming up here because it has the balls to do that. But, bruh, if you don't have anything to offer me, why would I hire you? But this is where he really got clown. You then went on TikTok to boohoo and cry like Lizzo. I don't want to hear it. What are y'all crying for? Let, I mean, let, literally, this man goes on TikTok 
and cries a whole fucking river. He Justin Timberlake in this bitch. And I'm just like, I know this man ain't crying. <laughs> I, I, I know this man ain't crying. Because you didn't do what you needed to do. What you going to say is mental health next? I, <laughs> I'm just, I, y'all have to, can we be more realistic here? In the terms and shit like, you didn't do your due diligence. You didn't do your job. You didn't even make the opportunity go. And you went up there thinking that you could just say, oh, I made a TikTok video. I did this. What the fuck is that? Just because you made a TikTok. That, look, Jake and Logan are getting HBO money. Okay. They're getting trailer money. Okay. They're out here boxing real niggas for guap. On TikTok and all that shit. Getting real paper. Ain't no. They they do those dances just to do them for TikTok money. Anybody can do that, nigga. What else can you do? And then you want to sit here and boo-hoo cry. Wipe your tears and go beg for your job. <laughs> Wipe your fucking tears and go beg for your job. Because you were dumb in this situation. I'm sorry. You were a clown in this situation. And actually, Logan was was being honest with you. You you don't come up to know if somebody came up to me and said, hey, Ty. I would love to work for you. OK, what can you offer? What what can you bring me? You feel what I'm saying? If anybody comes up to me asking me to help them, OK. What can I do to help you? And if I can't help you, that's it. bruh and then stop stop oh god okay i know a lot of people gonna hate me when i say this but i don't care um stop crying and stop being such a baby when people tell you no okay that's fucking life people no happens huh failure knows in life happen are you going to sit here and just cry and be down about it all the time and just sit there and waddle in your tears no trust me i had the i had a day today a lot of tears were flowing do you see me sitting here waddling no now i get that everybody's built different but brother you didn't go ahead and put it on tiktok i don't want to hear shit you wanted attention in my view but I'm going to leave you alone, Mr. Austin Wells. I really hope you get your job back, though, because uh, being broke is not fun. Trust me. <laughs> um, we don't have a lot to talk about. Like I said, uh, let's talk um, Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy was dropped, um, and that was a, uh interesting drop. You feel what I'm saying? Certified Lover Boy. Um, a lot of people are saying Kanye versus Drake, Drake versus Kanye, Kanye versus Drake. Here's the thing for me. Um I never even put Drake and Kanye in the, in the in the same category, maybe in the same stratosphere for real. Uh, but I, I don't put them in the same path nor the same category. Um, Kanye's more producer rapper. Um, Drake's more of a singer rapper. Um, I don't put them in the same category. Both of them have made it to the top of their own peak in the same industry um, and have stayed there for years. You feel me? Um, and when we say Kanye versus Drake beef, I don't see them beefing. They don't, I feel like they don't even eat beef. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. I don't feel like they eat beef. Like, first of all, I feel like they eat chicken and, and, and did, I'm like, did y'all see the, the, the price list for the Don, the listening party? Like the first one in LA boy was selling chicken nuggets for $65. Who the fuck is that? Nigga, that Chick-fil-A? What's wrong with you, Kanye? But no, like I I I don't see them beefing. You feel what I'm saying? I see um I see two artists who are giving us music who honestly um are at the top of their game and Kanye's been at the top of his game for a long time. 
right? Um, and <laughs> the fact that you just jumped down, Panther, like that. Um, yeah, so it's like, yo, you got to think about Kanye and Drake, this Kanye versus Drake thing. Like, it's definitely a marketing ploy to me. Um, you know, to upstreams, up album sales, and everything like that. Like Kanye's Donda was the most streamed. Then when Drake dropped, dropped Certified Lover Boy, then that was the most streamed. Uh, then um, you know, it was just like okay, everybody the most streamed at this point. Who who next? Me? I'll be the most streamed. Um, but you know, Certified Lover Boy was good. Um, had some bangers like I would expect. Uh, I think Poppy's Home is probably my favorite uh, track on the album. Uh, and um, No Friends in the Industry. Oh, God. Now, that's about to, that's about to be my track now. Um, and <laughs> that's about to be my track now. And uh, that's one. Um, but I've listened to about 16 songs out of all 21 songs on the album um and so far the album sounds good um it's not it it didn't it didn't wow me like i thought it would um i'm always looking for wildness when it comes to drake kanye kendrick which we'll talk about in a minute um i'm always looking for wildness from them and um i think kanye wowed me in a producer sense as i said before the 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 heavier part of his album from about 14 to 22 I got bored and it got tedious with the beats and everything like that. Um, but overall, it was a great album. With Certified Lover Boy, you 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 know Drake's flow. You know how he's going to rap. You know what kind of beats he's going to go for, and you know the toxicity of it. You feel what I'm saying? It's 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 for the culture right it's for it's for those people who who are living in those toxic relationships and shit like that you know what i'm saying who are you know very single and very toxic and shit like that he makes music for toxic people and that's what it is right um and that's okay right i think for me i i know i didn't even listen to drake's last album sick uh but it's just because drake i don't think drake has evolved a lot to me um he stays at the same realm which is which is cool you, you stay at the top do what you do uh but i don't know if you can be toxic forever maybe i don't know <laughs> but i know for me i can't be toxic forever so i think the music um some of it still hits some of it doesn't um like i said if i was to put these albums if you were to have me choose which album was better just off of the music that I've heard so far and what stays in my head, uh, I hear Kanye's jail more than I hear Poppy's home, right? We're all liars, dun-dun. I got in in the priors, dun-dun. Like, it's just, it's just something about the album, man. The album was just a really good produce. Like, you knew it was just, just a great produced album. And um, I don't know. I think I look for a lot of production now for real um because the production value for songs have been so high and you know a lot of people don't look for the lyrics anymore for real um they're looking for the 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 actual producer who made the fucking crazy ass beat that you know this rapper who can't rap rapped over i'm not and i'm not saying that drake or you know kanye can't rap but i'm just saying you know one of these you know new rappers you know somebody said like there's more i think t-pain said there's more rappers um than there is chairs and i was like wait a minute hold on hold on stop 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 and you gotta think about that because there's a lot of chairs in the world and i'm like wait so you're telling me in the world there are more rappers than there are chairs and the thing about it is you can kind of believe it Right, like you can, you can kind of believe it just a little bit, cause everybody's a rapper. <laughs> everybody's a rapper, bro. It don't matter what country. Like hip hop has influenced the world. 
everybody's a rapper. And now that streaming has made like things so much easier, it puts your music out, YouTube, all that shit. Oh man, everybody's a rapper. Everybody got the rap beats. Everybody. Lord have mercy. Uh, all right, before we go on break or before we get to the second half of the show, um, Kendrick. I think one of, if not my favorite rapper right now. Oh no, we got one more, one more thing to talk about. Uh, but Kendrick's last album. I don't know if we talked about this, but Kendrick's last album for TDE is dropping. I don't know when it's going to drop. I really wanted it to drop on the same day as Certified Lover Boy, so it could be like, yes, it was always Drake versus uh, Kendrick. That's the real beef. <laughs> and I don't think Kendrick eat beef either. But um. Kendrick now has his phone. He hasn't had his phone in like nine months. As it's been reported, but like, um, you know, he just posted like, you know, his his a little bit of his album and, um, or well, not a little bit of his album, but you know, reporting that this will be his final TDE album and being on a song, I believe, which I have to listen to. But anything Kendrick Lamar um, is is flawless to me. You understand what I'm saying? Like this man has flaws understands his flaws and works on them that's why i would say he has no flaws which is contradictory i know but it's because he works on those flaws and he has no shame in telling you his flaws on national tv and then going hard and trying to i don't want to necessarily say correct his flaws but work on his flaws. You understand what I'm saying? And have people around him that can help him with the flaws that he have that maybe are stronger in that area. You feel what I'm saying? Because to, to be off your phone for nine months, let me tell you, I wish I run all my shit off my phone. So I <laughs> I wish nine months, bro, just in the lab cooking, 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 cooking. Yo, lit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm kind of, I'm, I'm sick. This is why to be his last album. You know, with TDE, I don't think it's going to be his last album, period. But I think it's going to be just, this is his last album with TDE, um, Top Dog Entertainment. So it's just like, ah. Can't, before he leaves, I don't know if he's leaving. Um, I'll be just an executive. You feel what I'm saying? But um, I would love a TDE versus um, Dreamville versus because they're 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 doing a a, a ja rule fat joe versus which I, I i think that's a more new york thing uh but i would love a dreamville tde versus definitely got to put that together timberland and all that okay but now before we go to uh, uh break and and let y'all hear the second half of the show trick daddy we could not go another episode without talking about trick okay so trick was on drink champs uh, talking to Nori and, and uh, DJ EFN, and he has a group called the Eat Eat a Booty Gang, something like that. Some Eat a Booty Gang, whatever that is, and it's for people who eat booty, right? And originally, he's I think he said it's for men who eat booty, but then he trying to get the girls getting on. It was and Nori was like, "Oh, hold, hold on, you saying that women eat the booty?" He was like, "I get eight out." <laughs> <laughs> He's so country as fuck, bro. He's so Florida. It's so funny because I, <laughs> because if you know, my, my dad's side of the family is from Florida. So, like, if you hear a little twang in my voice, that's where it comes from. Like, I, I get it down there. So, like, my Southern will always pop out. And so when I see a lot of my people from the South just be on this shit, he's just like, I got it out. Like, <laughs> And here's the thing, Trick Trick was talking some real shit that I really had to understand. Trick was talking some real shit. He was talking some OG shit. Right? Like, fuck the Eat a Booty gang. Like, y'all can go watch the clip. He was he, he was wild as hell. They was like, do, do you spread your legs? It depends. <laughs> it depends. And I know everybody was like, wait, everybody eating Trick Daddy booty like that? And you know what? Everybody was talking about Trick. Like, his booty probably stank and you know what i thought about it. i was like damn it probably his, that shit probably do stink. but you know what he probably be one of the motherfuckers who make sure his shit clean you feel what i'm saying i hope so i hope you wash wash your ass and wipe your booty okay to everybody out there make sure that you wiping your ass and washing your booty period um but trick was talking some real shit he was talking about the, the baby stuff and um 
you know, he didn't condone what the baby did and everything like that. But he was just like, y'all got to look at it from a from a kind of gangster's perspective. We're not we're not taught to apologize. So we're not going to apologize for shit. Even when you're telling us we need to apologize to save the money. Right. We don't know apology. We don't know this. We don't. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I get it because a lot. Listen, a lot of the street dudes that I knew didn't apologize for shit unless they really, really fucked up. Right. Like they're not apologizing for shit that they doing. It's gang gang all day. (laughs) You feel me? So I got it. I understood. Doesn't make it right. No. And that's why Trick said he just says what he says and tries not to apologize for it because he's going to say it wrong. And he's like, niggas like me, like the baby and all of them, we don't apologize right. That's why we kind of keep silent. And I'm like, yeah, because the the the, the kind of world that we live in, and it kind of expects you to, to to apologize a certain way. Like you got to kind of beg, crawl on your knees, or some shit like that. And even as I said, like, yo, apologizing is just just saying that you wrong. You did you you fucked up, and that's it. But to Trick's point, a lot of y'all can't do that. A lot of you street niggas in the rap game can't. Y'all really just can't do that. So that's just why you just leave people alone. Just let business fly. Just let. Just, just, just let it go, okay. Just let it go and just let it be. All right, all right, y'all. We'll we, uh, we'll take a five minute break and we'll be back and you'll hear um my event session. All right, this is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Tyler Pie. Got this is episode one eighty, um, and we'll be back in five. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tyler Pie guy here with the Opinionated Brother Podcast. I guess you want to call this the second half of the show, um. This is me outside. <laughs> uh, man, how do I even start this? I, w- I really want to talk professionalism. Can we talk that for a minute? I know y'all hear the, the, the stuff in the back, and that's okay. I want, I, I'm just outside because I need some air. Today is Sunday, um, and after the day I've had... <clears throat> I need to I need to vent, right? Vent in a way that's going to be respectful, but also honest um, for me and for you guys, right? Because there's always been a platform um, for me to talk and to be honest. Uh, some people may like it, some people may not, right? Uh, but here I speak the truth, right? It's just not my truth. I speak the truth because I'm going to tell you, you know, my fuck ups and <clears throat> excuse me, my fuck ups and, you know, what I have to work better on. And and one thing that I hold really, really dear and true to me is professionalism and communication. Now, when I when I when I got to college, I didn't have a lick of understanding of what professionalism was, right? <clears throat> I knew how to send emails. I knew how to um, maybe even cover the basics of at that time what a resume looked like. It wasn't until I got into my business fraternity of Alpha Kappa Psi Co-ed business fraternity, you know, shout out to the size I chapter, all my brothers um, from Grand Valley State University, right, graduated and there, you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't until I actually got into that and started working really like in a corporate setting until I understood and it clicked to me how business worked. You understand what I'm saying? How to send emails properly, right? Having a cutoff date, having a cutoff time, and when you have your hours met, right, most businesses, when you walk into them, are open for at least eight hours, about 85%, and they cut off anything else. Now, some businesses have a 24-hour customer service, all of that, depending on what business that you have. But to some businesses, they don't have that. 
When that five, six o'clock hit, that's it. You got to hit them up the next day. You get what I'm saying? So there was a sense of professionalism in sense of, okay, I have to email, right? I have to make sure. My, my, my brother taught me that. I have to, I have to give that to my brothers, my older brothers, right? Of my fraternity. You understand what I'm saying? And again, it's a co-ed business fraternity. So the women and the men who were older than me, who were at the time in the fraternity doing my process, they really showed me how to really be professional. You understand what I'm saying? In a corporate setting. Why? Because we are in a PWI. So we have to be on our toes, literally 20 toes down. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody else is 10. We got to be 20 toes down as black people in a PWI. So they taught me how to be. And so literally I took that to heart. I took that with me, right? I took that with me and I learned. You understand what I'm saying? It took me a long time to get it right. But once I got it right, oh, I got it right. You understand what I'm saying? And so my communication, 90%, 95% of the time, it's on point. You understand what I'm saying? We just, I just finished the interview, did an artist spotlight, my first artist spotlight for the R&B and Chill podcast. When I tell you that was the first PR team, <coughs> excuse me, who had professional emailing, y'all don't understand how many times I have emailed people, right? And they treat the email as if it's a fucking DM or text message. In which I never fucking understand. But I'll get to that. It was in college that I got this together. It was in college that I formed my professional nature. And then me being a communications major and making sure that like in my head, the way my brain works, you send me an email that's important. Because fuck all, fuck all these promotional emails from Target and all that shit. You send me an email that's important, whether I'm at work or doing work for my company. You send me an email. I'm going to check it out and I'm going to respond to you. I'm always going to say, it's always going to say, give me 24 to 40 hours. If I have nothing to do, which it's not saying most of the time I don't, but my time is not that fucking constricted to where I don't see your email come through my phone and I will not answer you in less than 48 hours. Literally. And with anybody who has dealt with me and anybody can say otherwise, I put this on my dad. I have emailed any and everybody in a timely fashion. You understand what I'm saying? And anybody that want to challenge that, we can go. Emailing people at a time and fashion, right? So that's where that come from. So here's the thing. Professionalism for me is making sure that your P's, you know, I'm sorry, your T's are crossing your I's is dotted, right? On the After Dark show, um, this next Wednesday, I'm going to get more in depth about what happened today because today was was today was today was a day that I did I felt defeated defeated as a content creator as somebody who is assisting and contributing to somebody else's platform and as somebody who continues to bust his ass and feels like the rug continues to get pulled out of him because of professionalism and lack of communication. It is like, it feels like I'm asking for so much. Like, in my head, it feels like I'm asking for so much. Right? It feels like I'm asking people to do so much. But honestly, it's the bare minimum. Can you send an email? Huh? 
And if you don't know how to, can you ask, how do I send an email? Oh, will you feel some type of way? Well, you should have asked already. You should have asked already. Number one. Number two. Your communication needs to be on point, especially if you're running a business. Here's the thing that I cannot hold in any longer. And I'm going to say this respectfully, respectfully, people. I say this respectfully. But if you are complaining about running one social media page, one business page, all of that shit, and you complaining about that shit, you have nothing to say to me. Nothing. You better keep working. I'm over here. I got 10 social media pages going bananas. Running 10 of them, not including my personals. 10. All business. Got a website up with the merch. Podcasting schedule. Yo, if you are in this entrepreneurship game, you need to buckle in. You need to buckle in. Because this is not for the weak. And here's the thing. I'm going to have my fuck-ups. I'm going to fuck up. And I'm going to tell you that I'm going to fuck up. That's the beauty in me. That's the beauty in, in me working with so many other people who are like me. Is because they're all thinking, hey, you know what? I forgot. My bad, bro. My bad. Listen, if you honest, if you honest, that's right there. Honesty for me is professionalism. Communication. For me as professional, if you can't do anything, that's communication. That's letting somebody know, hey, I tried X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, and I just couldn't get it done. What can we do now? That is communication, people. That's being professional. I run a whole social media podcast network conglomerate. Do you think I have time to be unprofessional in this bitch? I have my my friends get at me and be like, bro, why are you sending me an email? Because I don't want, and this is my head, right? This is me in my head. I never want anybody to go back and say, Tyronza Devontae Hicks, Ty the Pie Guy was unprofessional as fuck. He did not send me no email. And not one person across the board over the past four or five years that I've been doing this, can sit here and say that. Why? Because I know how to work. And here's the thing. People look at me and look because of my age and shit because that, that has been a thing. Let's keep it a bit. People are intimidated by me because of how hard I work, how consistent I am, and the young age that I am. Boo-hoo, cry me a fucking river. I can't help you on that. I can't help that I'm fucking 27 with two degrees with a master's and a bachelor's out here running a business out here. I can't help you with that. I can't help you with your envy. All I can do is help you get to where I was to get to where I am. Give you advice along the way. I've never been shy of giving free advice. I've never been shy of giving my services for fucking free. The, the downside in that is that I have felt over the past like six months. Even recently, that I feel like I've been taken advantage of, hoodwinked, fucking bamboozled, swindled, all that shit. All of it. Because niggas are intimidated. I can't help with intimidation. I can't help with that. Because I'm going to be great. I, I, have, I have a podcast called Black Men Motherfucking Win that literally highlights black men winning. What the fuck do I want to sit here and compete for? I don't have time to compete. I'm here to literally run my path. What the fuck? And this is just not going for men. This is everybody. Because I've had women that are unprofessional too. It is ridiculous. 
And then y'all have the nerve, the, the, the nerve for real is that I have a lot of y'all on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of this. And y'all will swear up, down, around, sideways, <laughs> up, backwards, all of that, that y'all are fucking professional. Just because y'all got a goddamn headshot and a goddamn website, get out of here. Get out of here. Okay? It's the way you move. It's the way you handle your business outside of your Facebook, outside of your Instagram. Because again, for me, oh, I'm a boast. For me, outside of my Instagram, totally professional. You feel me? And if I hit you with a DM, I'm going to hit you with a long-ass DM. Again, a lot of my friends, when I hit them up with black men winning, bro, why are you sending me? Because I want you to understand that this is professional. I have to, I'm coming at, this is not tired. This is not tired that you know. You understand what I'm saying? For me, I've always tried to separate the business from the person. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? And you can you can you can honestly say that's why I've done things by myself. Because I'm scared. Because I'm de- I've dealt. I've been there. I've got burnt. Too many times to count at this point. Like I can't tell y'all how many tears I cried today. <laughs> it was a lot. It was really a lot. It it was real. It was a lot of hurt. You feel me? And like I said, we'll talk about more of that on the after dark, and that's gonna be a Patreon episode for real. Because the way today, the, the way today went, it, it it made me, it made me realize a lot of things, in the forms of professionalism, and how I move and how I work. And so many people continue to tell me, Ty, people don't work like you. You understand what I'm saying? They don't have the mindset like you. One of my boys told me, he was like, bro, you have a you have a sense of business and professionalism that a lot of people just lack, that they don't have. And I'm like, bro, but for me, it's so simple. How could this not be? It's, in, in my mind, it's common fucking sense. And then I'm like, well, sense can't be that common then. Sense can't be that common, right? I don't know. My mom always told me to use common sense, right? And so I I take that into everything I do, whether that's social media management, social media marketing, consulting, whatever. I try my best to use common sense. And when there are people, whether they are older and younger or younger than me, that are not using what I believe they have, I just feel like I I feel I I feel bamboozled, hoodwinked, all of that. And today I felt like that. Today I felt defeated. I felt defeated. I didn't want to pause today. I'm not gonna lie. I felt defeated. Felt defeated with a lot of things. Felt defeated that it was just like I'm putting my best foot forward with so much shit, and niggas are knocking out my. Hand. You know what it feels like, and I'm not even gonna hold y'all. It makes me feel like I just want to turn my back on everything. Like let let me be let me be honest. Like let me let me be clear and let me be frank with y'all. It makes me feel like I want to turn my back on this industry and say fuck it. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it has made me feel like today. That I want to turn my back on this and say fuck this, fuck y'all. I have it. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Disrespect it all. Fuck it, no. That's how today made me like. Fuck it, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to. Middle fingers up to the sky, literally. Cause I'm so I'm I'm. Out of all the twenty to thirty twenty, 
you know, that gap to 20 to 30 year olds that you may meet, I'm probably one of the most humble, chill, funny, relaxed dudes that you will ever meet. And I'm being 100 with you. I try not to cause no trouble. I stay and stay in my lane. And that's it. I give you love. I show you love. Hell, I'm I'm the proprietor of showing love for real. Like, I, I don't mind. Call me what you want to call me. I, I show love. But in showing love, I've gotten burned. You feel what I'm saying? You, yeah, sewing. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, I've gotten burned way too much. And sometimes I feel like I'm doing the burning when I'm looking at myself. No, I'm getting burned. <laughs> you know, and it hurts. It, 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 it fucking hurts. It's not even like it was it, it, it what happened today. It wasn't even like I got mad. Right. Like I got mad, but it was like. It was more mad because I was hurt, pissed because I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I go so hard for people, right, for others in my field, in my industry, and it felt like the rug was just snatched, it it hurt. Real talk. And... um I don't know how people look at professionalism nowadays. I don't even know if professionalism um, is even a thing to, I I guess you want to, uh, even a thing to like consider, right? (laughs) I don't know. Um, It's interesting because... When I conduct business, business is business. I try to be professional as possible. Business is business, right? But um, how you conduct business and how you go about it, um, how you move, is really one of the key things that I watch and what and 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 how I've I've always said this. I'm an observer, man. I'm an observer. People may not like me, but people respect my moves. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not out here just sitting here lollygagging, bullshitting, and jiving off. Like, I'm trying to make stuff happen. Like, what got me kind of out of my funk today a little bit was my mom and my grandma. My my mom, man, she was the whole day. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be all right. Everything going to work out. You feel me? Like my grandma, like she, she was, you know, she was, she was just giving me some advice and, you know, basically just saying, listen, keep your head up. You feel me? Everything going to be straight, you know? And these are women that four or five years ago didn't even know what the hell a podcast was or even, and probably still don't. Well, my mama does. She's, she's a, she's a fan now. (laughs) She's a fan now, but. My grandma, I think she's listened to a couple episodes. I think she's probably a fan now. So it's like them giving me that advice and support. And and I think for me, what what really just like, because like I said, I didn't want to pod today. I didn't. I didn't even want to come to the mic. Okay, I'm I'm being straight up and real with y'all. I didn't even want to come to the mic. I was like, fuck this shit. And I'm not even at the mic. I'm on my I'm on my AirPods right now. You feel me? I didn't. I didn't even want to do this. I'm outside, right? But what got me out is what, you know, having those words from my grandma and them actually supporting me in the entrepreneurship because I knew they supported it, right? But the fact that they see it, right, they like, oh, he going, he, he going hard. And I don't care about nobody else really seeing it except those two because those are the two that raised me. You feel what I'm saying? Those are the two that I really want them to see like, yo, I'm taking everything that you taught me and I'm trying to apply it to this crazy ass new life that ain't 2000 and 2010. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's just, it's, it's, I learned a lot of lessons today. Um, great ones. 
Um, I think ones that I needed to learn, I quickly learned. Uh, and like I said, man, we're gonna we're gonna discuss more in depth uh, on the after dark um, about what happened and um, really what this day looked like and why I had to come on here and say what I had to say in a very condensed way. Uh, but y'all know, as the uh, with the after dark, it you know. It, it, it will be definitely um, a show that you definitely don't want to miss. Uh, so definitely tune in. All right. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. All right. I will see y'all again on the R&B and Chill, right? That will be out on Tuesday. Make sure you check that out. We will be on the After Dark on Thursday. All right. We'll be live uh, on Patreon on Wednesday. So check us out there. Follow us on um, uh, the Opinionated Brother podcast. Uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I, I don't know why I took so long to say that shit. <laughs> uh, T-O-B double underscore podcast for Instagram and the opinionated brother. That Can't even. What the hell is going on with me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. The opinionated brother pod on Facebook. All right. Make sure that you follow the network page um, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the THC network underscore. That's the THC network with an underscore. All right. And then make sure you shop and cop some merch. We'll have the links for that. We'll have links for um, basically everything, all right? I completely love you guys. I just want to say that. I thank you guys so much for supporting. Um, you know, being this full-time content creator is, is, is not easy. You feel me? Uh, pitfalls will happen. Things will happen. Uh, but, um, you know, I've... I've I've been doing the work. I really have. And um, as as much as when one door closed, another will open. That's as my grandma said to me today. Um, and, and, and I thank her for it. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. I'm sorry that I did not record this on Patreon. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I just I just needed to get this out. You feel what I'm saying? Um this wasn't even an opinion topic of the week. It was it was just an event session. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and I appreciate you guys. You feel me? I love you and I thank you. And we'll see you on the After Dark Show. All right? Peace. Love and hair grease, guys.